This is Corey Willis with PBI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, I'm Clint Cannon from APS. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Cass from Diesel Doctor of Tennessee, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're pumped up to have you guys with us today. We're going to be piggybacking off of our last episode from the previous week where we talked with Sarah about the King of the Street Challenge. And so we've got Justin Ziegler on today. He's going to be talking about his truck that he used to compete in the event and what he's got new for 2019. So it's a really, it's a powerful truck. It's a Cummins. He's done a lot to it. And kind of you know, what his experience was going through the competition where it has to be a truck that you can drive on the street. It can't just be solely a race truck and compete. And it's a ton of different challenges that it provides. So we're going to be chatting with him, asking him questions, hearing about the truck and, and what he's going to be doing this year. Before we get to it, we want to thank two of our sponsors that make episodes like these possible. First is PPI. And PPI, if you've got a Cummins, Duramax, or Power Stroke in the custom tuning world, those are the guys that you want to call. If you go to PPI.com, you can search all the different options for, you know, whether you've got an LML, an L5P, a 6.7 Cummins, 6.7 Power Stroke, if it's a truck you tow with, or a full-blown race truck, they've got the tuning, the capability, and the infrastructure at PPI to be able to service your truck, not just up front, when you order the tunes, but as you grow with the truck, as you start to do more, as you need, you know, say tunes updated, revised, things like that, those guys can handle anything that, that you might need on the, in the tuning world. So make sure you check them out, give them a call if you got questions, and also Precision Converters. And we had chatted with Terry uh, right before the holidays, and he was telling us, you know, a lot about torque converters and a lot about what they do for diesel performance converters which they've been doing it since the very beginning. And they've got a ton of cool things. One, they have a winter special right now, which will save you some money. And then two is they have a free restall program. So if you get the, the converter in the truck and maybe you need it stalled a little higher, a little lower, something changes on the turbo, the fueling setup, you can send the converter back to them and they'll restall it for free, which I can tell you in a lot of the aftermarket world, it's not free. It's going to cost you $300, $400, $500. So something very unique that they do. Make sure you check out those guys. Give them a call if you need a Cummins Duramax or Power Stroke converter. Any year range, any application, those guys can get you handled. All right, let's get to the podcast with Justin, talking about King of the Street Challenge and some Cummins performance. Justin, it is great to have you on the Diesel Podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. We had chatted with uh, Sarah about the King of the Street Challenge recently, and she's like, you gotta talk, you got to talk to Justin. He's got a really cool kind of build and setup and knows about the event and everything, and I wanted to, to have our listeners hear from you, learn more about you, what you do in Diesel. And we start there, and then we'll start talking about your truck and, and the competition. Perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, we... Uh... We kind of put the truck together for that event two years ago. Uh, long story short, I decided once I kind of stepped away from pulling for a little bit to go full-time on my own with my shop, I uh, I was kind of missing doing something competitive. Uh, I was actually down at Firepunk one day. I think I was picking up the trans for my truck, and... Lynn, LaVon's brother, started talking to me about how he heard about this event that was going to happen. Kind of sounded up my alley, so that's kind of what we geared the truck for. And, you know, we, we, we had a really good time with what it was. I mean, it's, it's awesome to take a truck that makes almost 2,000 horsepower and go on 100-mile street drive and do all the events with it. 
What what year make truck did you start with this platform? Uh, we had an 06 Dodge. Um, I actually had a lot of history with the truck. Uh, kind of built it for just a fun street truck for a customer. And the truck got named Plan B because I actually had an 03 that I was going to build. Uh, customer had the truck down at the shop and said, hey, uh, thinking about selling it. So we ended up, you know, buying the truck and that became you know, the race truck, and that's where the whole Plan B thing came from. Now, to to get to almost 2,000 horsepower, what kind of air and fuel setup did you have on it? Uh, it was it was actually pretty modest. I mean, we didn't go crazy. Um, I didn't know how it would react, and I wanted it to live. I didn't have the money to build a 6.7 deck plate motor or anything crazy like that. So I took a 40 over 5.9 common rail block that I already had. Um, I had... Drew at DNJ cut us a set of pistons and a set of rods. Um, you know, my guy Hunter Snyder that has Pine Hill Performance put the engine together for us with the idea of we were going to abuse it and see how much power we can make out of it. Um, it was pretty basic on the engine side. Uh, turbo wise, Johnny over the stainless built us a set of compounds for it. Uh, a 472 over a 485. And ran two 12 mil stroker extra pumps with a set of 400% injectors. And on the Vaughn's Dyna, when we were tuning it on fuel, the truck made right around 1350 at the tire, horsepower-wise. And then when we went to King of the Street, uh, we had two very, very large shots of nitrous. Um, you know, Tristan Dunlap, when he was working at, uh, at Firepunk at the time, was helping me with the nitrous side. And we uh, <laughs> we made 1,806 at the tire on a 5.9 block, no deck plate, no sleeves, no nothing, 40 over 5.9 block, and it lived to tell about it. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it didn't live that much longer. I mean, we finished the event and got lucky enough to finish second overall. Um, yeah, and then I took it to Rudy's spring event here uh, this past spring, and First pass down the tracks with the front out of the block. Oh, it just gives you a chance to to build it up bigger and better and better, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we, uh, <laughs> so uh, when that happened, we decided we were going to build a deck point six seven sleeve block and put triples on it. And it kind of snowballed from there, turned into, now it's a full fiberglass front clip, uh, four-length rear end. I mean, the, the whole nine yards, full race truck, so brings us to our next step where we're building a new truck for King of the Street. That is what I wanted to ask you about. We were chatting before the podcast a little bit and and you you'd mentioned, you know, doing that and, and I wanted to ask you as a competitor, what is King of the what's the challenge like? Like when you when you say the first time you did it, what um, you know, what were some expectations that you had, maybe some things that you didn't expect that popped up and and what makes that event so special from your perspective as a competitor in it? Um, I, I kind of went into it with an open mind, knowing that we had all those events to do with one truck. Um, that's why I kept my setup kind of simple, and we basically packed my entire shop into an enclosed trailer and took it with us because we didn't know what we were going to break. Um, you know, each event had a, a new thing to deal with, you know, being from the pulling world, I kind of kept that in my back pocket on the fact that, 
I needed to make it to sled pulling day, and so uh, we found we definitely learned a lot of stuff along the way um, with going down, the, you know, going down the drag strip, and you know, this first time I'd ever dirt dragged out of King of the Street, and it was, I mean, that was awesome. <laughs> and you know, I mean, the, the the truck, I don't know, I, I just, I kind of went in with an open mind and was trying to gear my team and everybody up for anything can happen kind of thing. What would you say would, was the most challenging course in that competition to do? Uh, really, I would say the dirt drag was the most challenging for me uh, because I'd never done it. And controlling something, making that kind of power, going 200 feet as fast as you absolutely can, uh, is definitely a wild ride. I mean, you're constantly wheeling the thing. <laughs> I've never done it, so I, I have to just use my imagination. That sounds pretty intense. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I used to get a crazy adrenaline rush sled pulling, and the rush you get when you're dragging is unlike anything else. Now, when as far as when you were competing in it, did did the truck hold up really well for you? Were there some little things that maybe popped up that you and your team had to address? Or well, surprisingly, the truck held up really well. Um, on the on the drag race act, you know aspect, uh, we kind of had some hurdles to work with because we I built a truck that I knew would go down a sled pull track and kind of figured that if it would do good on that, I could probably put it down a drag strip, and I was not exactly correct. Um, we had a uh, we had a limited slip in the front end, and basically I couldn't launch a truck. If I launched it under any type of boost, it tried to eat the wall. So we basically had to roll it out and then get on it. Uh, you know, that <laughs> that definitely made things uh, a little bit different to deal with. Uh, we were lucky enough to be able to go to the, the finals, you know, with the drag race event. And then I literally got freight trained by Justin. I remember when I, when I chatted with Sarah about it, it was so... I, I had heard of the event, but I didn't really... I didn't know a lot. And <clears throat> it was so cool, too hear how it's put together and what it involves which I think is very different than a lot of the challenges that are out there and I think it appeals to a wide a wide kind of you know group of, of racers enthusiasts you know anyone can do it and I think that's so cool yeah absolutely I mean there's guys out there with 800 horse trucks up to guys with 2100 horse trucks and nobody ran away with it um, I think the point spread between me and Justin, you know, Justin Andrews won, got first, I got second. I think there was like a 30-point spread between him and I. And, uh, I mean, it, it, you didn't have to have the most power or the best truck. You had to be consistent and, you know, in, in my opinion, be open-minded and be ready for anything. You had mentioned earlier about, like, packing up your shop and, and basically taking, you know, everything you could with you to, to be prepared. And so I wanted to ask for your perspective as, as someone who works in diesel and works on probably tons of different kinds of trucks and different power goals, is competing in an event like that, did, did it help you, you know, kind of see more in the diesel performance industry or, or learn things that you could bring back to your customers or to, you know, a guy that walks in the front door and wants to build this kind of truck and you know, do something like that with it where, you know, there were some good lessons from the King of the Street Challenge. Oh, definitely. I, I definitely learned a lot on, I mean, it's, it's very hard to have a truck that can do 
each event very, very well. Um, if you put all your eggs in one basket, it doesn't usually end out, you know, end up very well. Um, we were lucky to get second. I can tell you, if you saw the truck on the drag strip, you would, you never would have thought we would have got through the weekend. It was terrible. <laughs> um, but I mean, we were lucky. We didn't break anything. Uh, the first sled pull, we had actually twisted the chassis so bad that the intercooler pipe hit the battery and broke the uh, passenger side battery. Nobody really knew about it. We were kind of quiet about it. We zipped back to the pits, pulled the battery out, you know, did a couple of, you know, changes, and took the truck back out, you know, for the second sled pull. Um, I, you know, we definitely got lucky to not break, and I don't know. I mean, I just the, – the whole competition was just a blast. You know, I'd always wanted to do something like that where it wasn't just racing or – you know, dirt dragging or sled pulling. You know, it was everything, and then that 100-mile street drive just proves it's a street truck. That's the one aspect of it when when Sarah had mentioned it. I thought that's so cool because I think an event like that allows anyone to compete, whether, like you said, it's a seven 800-horsepower truck or something over 2,000, is it's attainable. And I think something that has happened in the the racing i'd say casual racing world you know like you you go to test and tunes you probably have customers that do this and they use it for work during the week and then go have fun on the weekends is keeping them inspired keeping them engaged where they don't say well i don't have a 2500 horsepower truck so i'm not even going to try but there's so much fun and reward in you know even winning that that can happen at almost any power level that I think that's, that's what's really important as it seems like the power numbers just grow and grow and grow each year and they get crazier, but you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a dedicated racetrack. You can still have fun with it, still make good power and still compete. Oh yeah. I, I would definitely agree. I mean, look, look at the, you know, look at the event. Uh, Derek Borden had that Duramax. I think he made, you know, seven fifty eight hundred horse. And he kicked everybody's ass on the sled pull. I mean, it, it. You don't need to have the most amount of power to win this event. That's the best thing about it. Is you, you know, and that's what everybody needs to understand. You know, that guy went out there with a work stock truck and competed with, you know, trucks like like Justin Andrews' truck that makes almost 2,000 horsepower and is essentially a, a UCC type caliber truck. And that's what that 100-mile street drive really, in my opinion, changes the whole dynamic of the competition because you have to be ready for that. You can't show up there with a truck on, you know, like LeVon Miller's level and expect to win king of the street because, I mean, let's face it, you're going to take that for a 100-mile street drive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's – I talked about this with Sarah a little bit is – what was so appealing to diesel, you know, diesel trucks way back when, I think for a lot of us, or maybe all of us, was you could have this truck that you could tow with. You could use it for work if you needed to. You could go camping with it. And then you could also take it to the drag strip and have fun. And go go fast for how big <clears throat> and how much those trucks weigh. Oh, and that's what, really, what hooked all of us on it was, you don't have to be in a car or a two-wheel drive truck or do an ls swap and something to go have fun you could kind of have this do all you know kind of vehicle and still make good power and and go quick yeah it's it's 
that's definitely awesome. Uh, that's I mean, that's really my favorite thing about having a diesel pickup. And, I mean, I, 10 years ago when I got really, really heavily into this, before, you know, before I went out on my own, you know, I was daily driving a 99 VP truck, and I drove it to work every day, you know, drag race to sled pulled it on the weekends, and then drove it to work on Monday. And that's, I mean, that's the best thing about diesel. And you pull up beside somebody in a Corvette and blow their doors off with an 8,000-pound truck, you know, everybody takes notice, no matter, you know, whether you know diesels or not, everybody takes notice of that. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what, what hooked me about 10 or 11 years ago, too, is I knew there were diesel trucks, but I didn't really know anything about them. And I went to an event, and at that time, you know, it was fast for one of them to go 10s or low 10s or something. And I'm like, I didn't know a truck could go that fast. You know, and it's just like, I don't know, it combines all these things where you don't have to give up the utility or the space or the towing capability, but you just, you know, air down your tires, go race, and fill them back up before you drive home and go to work, <laughs> go to work on Monday. Right. That's what's so cool about it. <laughs> now, with um, with this year, what's, uh, what's kind of the game plan for, for the King of the Street 2019 for you? Well, I'm going to build a new truck. Uh, something more geared towards a street truck. Uh, not that my regular cab wasn't, but I've gotten so far out of hand that it's just kind of uh, far away from a a street caliber type truck. Uh, looking at a couple chassis right now to at least get a good start. Uh, I haven't even nailed down which chassis I'm building. I'm definitely going to build a truck for King of the Street this year. I just haven't nailed it down yet. Um, I do have a couple in mind. Probably going to be another 06, 07 Dodge, but I want to do a four-door short bed. Uh, you know, kind of something that will make crazy power and hopefully live. It's going to be a challenge. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the weight is the biggest thing. I mean, we, well, we've definitely found that out. Uh, a lot of guys had to learn that this year about, you know, all the power we're making, you know, putting it in a 8,000-pound chassis over a, you know, 4,800-pound chassis is, you know, a gigantic difference. I think that's a lot of the hard work that goes on behind the scenes that, you know, on the outside when we see either go to this event and watch it or see it on social media, we don't know how much time and effort and planning that you guys like yourself put into it of especially for you know an event like this is to make it do a little bit of everything and do it well versus you know just drag race or just sled pull so that's cool yeah it's i i just loved everything about the challenge i really can't say anything bad about it it was, it was awesome to be able to take a street truck and you know make 1800 horse one day and sled pull it the next you know mm-hmm. and I mean, when we got home from the event, my truck was still in one piece. I, you know, my wife and I drove it to lunch a couple of days. I, I mean, I drove the truck everywhere after we got back. That's the, that, that's the allure. <laughs> that, that's now, I, I know our listeners are gonna, they're gonna hear, you know, your, your story about it. You're, you're competing in the event, and they're gonna say, "Where can I watch this truck build?" Do you have like a Facebook page, Instagram, different things like that, where? Our listeners can go check you out, watch the progress of it as you get ready for it. Yeah, you can. Uh, I know we have a shop Instagram. Uh, my wife does all that, but you can uh, 
you can check us out on Facebook at Ziggler Diesel Performance. We we should pretty much put everything up from the build kind of all along the way, and everybody will know when I have a chassis because it'll go on there first. That's cool. We'll we'll make sure and uh, and put a link in the the episode notes so people on their iPhones or Androids can just click right over and and see it. And I definitely would like to chat with you after the event and get your you know get your feedback from it and your your kind of impression of the 2019 event and, and the truck you put together. Yeah, definitely. I can't wait. I'm uh, I'm definitely excited. You know, after having a little bit of time, you know, the first year doing it. I I can't wait for this year. It's going to be exciting. We'll see if we have anything for Justin this year and go from there. Awesome. Well, we appreciate your, your time today and telling us about uh, you know your background and the event and what you're going to be building, and we look forward to seeing it perform. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and head on over to ppi.com. We need custom tuning for your Cummins, Duramax, or Power Stroke. Those guys have you covered. And also precision converters. Give them a call, check them out online. You'll be able to price tons of different setups and take advantage of their winter special and also their free restall program. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.